You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors' sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. First time in a long time, but back like I never left. Taking these days as it comes, you know me, I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything, BDE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you get your podcasts, and of course... Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. Yes. Hello, Twitch room. Live Wednesday nights. We watch NXT. You know, you know why. You know why. Because we're your NXT friends. 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 Hey, we switched it up. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Wednesday night, we watch NXT. We go live on Twitch. We record this podcast. Same time. Thursdays, 1 p.m. Not the same time at all, actually. Nope. Um, <laughs> same time every week. <laughs> we do. BD Elite, which uh, is available now on this very free feed too, and we had a lot of people messaging uh, at Up Next Podcast Twitter, uh, like, "Hey, that where's that show?" Well, it's it's like a, apparently it's an Easter egg of a show. If you're if you use podcast apps like Spotify or wherever else, uh, you can find it there. But follow the Twitter because we usually post like there's links to all that stuff as well. Yeah, it's the easiest way. If you're a patron or if you listen to this show every week the easiest way to get it is just put that rss feed in your app and then you're never gonna miss a show you're gonna hear all about our thoughts on darby allen and sting his dad's his dad's sting yeah and um and the forbidden door the forbidden door i'm like the mothman prophecy whatever i say happens Million dollars success. <laughs> million dollars. Million dollars. Yeah. Uh, so thoughts on that, on the AEW side of things. Listen to that show. Yeah. And there was more about the Forbidden Door last night on Impact. And you can mm. hear my thoughts all about that on Deep Impact, where I was joined by Post Wrestling's Andrew Thompson. Um, so check that out. That's in the feed as well. Absolutely free. Yeah. All these free shows that we do. Uh, and before we get into NXT, this Sunday is Vengeance Day. Yes. But it's also valentine's day mm-hmm. so maybe maybe you don't have a valentine this this vengeance day 
But you have us. You do. You've Come got hang us. out with Palentine's Day. Not Palestine's Day. Palentine's Day. Palentine's Day, all right. Come hang out. Vengeance Day. We're doing a watch-along for NXT TakeOver. And then we're going to be live right after the show with a post-show like we're doing right now. Doing the, the, the show. So come hang out on Valentine's Day. Absolutely. And uh, patrons, keep your eyes on kind of your inbox and stuff because we have started kind of uh, taking calls for BD Elite and perhaps maybe we'll do it for TakeOver as well. So that's a little perk for any patrons. So we'll be putting the Zoom link if you wish to call in for either of those shows. Yeah. And yeah, we've started taking calls on some of these shows like BD Elite has become kind of the, the casual hangout brunch show. Yeah. Uh, this week, before we get into this NXT, I'm sorry, but uh, this week we we decided uh, that maybe it's time to 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 apartment hunt, possibly. Yes. Yeah. So me and you have been on this, uh, you know, little hunt for maybe BDE two, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you will. Uh, the search for more money would be the rent money. Uh, yeah, uh, we've been kind of thinking that we want a little bit more of a. We're, we're done here we're, we're done at the bde i think we're being nice yeah we're, we're over it um we we're in a basement we've done it up pretty nice but we don't have windows and right we've kind of been locked inside for a year so yeah uh we kind of uh yeah have started the hunt for somewhere else to live somewhere to move to uh got some viewings lined up yeah. we, we need to work out when we can actually move but um yeah um, yeah, we're on the we're on searching the for a accommodation, jobless during a pandemic. <laughs> Let's fucking go! <laughs> yeah, great time to be looking. But uh, we're in Toronto, and like we're downtown, and our, like the city's kind of just emptied out. So a lot of people have moved out. So uh, we're 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 like, why not? So uh, yeah, that's what we've been doing. Other than that, it, I'm like I'm still bored. My routine is my routine. Everything's just. I'm getting so old. You're so getting I, old? I, I think I've mentioned I've been like going on walks a lot. I've You're been getting walking old. a lot. Everything is clicking and crunching now. Oh. It started so... You, I mean, you just saw I just bathed my feet for the main event. Oh, that sounds NXT. gross. Don't say that. What is this? Directed by Tarantino? <laughs> no. You like... What did you do? You, something's, you have an injury. Some salts in the water oh, okay, and put yeah. my feet in there because everything hurts because I'm old now. Yeah, you're old. I'm Once old. you hit 30, yeah. it's over. Fuck. It's all gone downhill. <laughs> it goes downhill. It's gone that. downhill big time, yeah. <laughs> well, what are you now? Like 36? What did Tom Phillips say in that cameo I got you for your birthday? <laughs> I think I told him to say you oh, were 36. 36? <laughs> 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 Guess you feel that way now, don't you? Yeah. Tom Phillips was right. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, it's, that's. I don't feel, like, old. Maybe I do. I don't know. I'm just bored. I'm so bored. I just miss, like, people, if friends, family. I feel, like, still young. Like, th- this sounds so fucking lame. Yeah. But I sound young on the inside. But when I've started noticing that my body is, like, clicking because it's cold outside. Yeah, crumpling. And things like that, crumpling away. Yeah. That's where I'm like, whew, all right, getting old. Wow, that's yeah, that's how you know you're getting old when your body makes those oh, things. And the Twitch room are are validating me. They're saying Epsom salt in hot water solves everything. Does it? So, okay. Yeah, I'm on the right. I'm on so the right track. Epsom salts with your feet in water, and that's like what, or maybe a bath. Just like helps soothe them. And, oh, okay. Yeah, eases aches and pains Just, and stuff. Unfortunately, we don't really have a bath that I'd feel comfortable. No. Lying down I'm, in. I'm a large man. I don't fit into most no, bathtubs. I'm not going to fit in that bath. Yeah. Yeah, maybe our new one. We could get one that. Oh fits yeah, we'll both have like us. a hot tub in our new one. <laughs> yeah, we get a hot tub. Yeah, that's that sounds perfect. We're looking at one with a pool. We don't know why. No, not private. Pool, <laughs> yeah, not private. No, pool, which um, is like closed because it's a fucking pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but once it's not a pandemic, <laughs> we'll have a pool. 
We just want a new place with a nicer kitchen that we can just Twitch stream when we cook. Yeah. <laughs> just Twitch stream everything. Just yeah, yeah. 24 hours. You I'm pretty sure Pollock <laughs> thinks I... That's what I already do. Well, you Twitch streamed for the, the Super Bowl. Yes. Yeah. Um, Did you get a chance to catch any of the Super Bowl? Yeah, yeah. I watched because I, I mentioned, I think, last week, um, weekend, Scarborough Man, Toronto King. I uh, had to watch him. First Canadian Super Bowl halftime performance. I thought he did a great job. Mm. Yeah, I thought he did a great job of mixing, like, the modern way of music, but, like, kind of with his old school way. His new music kind of is, like, this 80s influence mm. and Blinded by the Lights. And I feel like he's got this whole character about kind of, like, a quote-unquote sellout. And it, it kind of aims with the Super Bowl thing. But uh, I, I thought it was really uh, innovative. It felt like a cinematic it was match. a cinematch. Of concerts yeah of like halftime shows i thought i thought it was really cool i thought it was great and he did some uh like an interlude that was from uh house of balloons which i think is like my favorite yeah, my like favorite album. too yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you don't you don't, <laughs> you don't know that at all um <laughs> yeah i thought it was good i watched some of the game i will say i knew when it was time to the game wasn't gr- like i can get into most sports yeah. um but as soon as it was like a just a blowout, right? Yeah, like, it was. We, we knew what the score was going to be. Also, I play some bets. So yeah. I placed a few bets for the Rumble. Okay. And had over £50 in my account, in my betting account. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to just put it all on a load of random bets on the Super Bowl. Okay. So betting on everything from, like I did a little parlay, which was like the the coin toss and the uh, length of the national anthem and who'd get the first touchdown and all this kind of stuff um, and won nothing. Oh. So anyone who says you shouldn't bet on wrestling, you're wrong because <laughs> I won money on wrestling real sports. and placed way more bets on the real sports and won nothing. Yeah. Uh, I like the commercials. I like watching the, the, the halftime show because I like music and then I, no matter who it was, but I, I thought the weekend was the better halftime show for the past few years, but um, I'm probably biased because I'm a fan of some of his older stuff. But the commercials definitely was like there was a stuff for Paramount Plus, but then there was stuff for. I know we went through our White Claw phase, and mm. obviously we have the White Claw hoodie and stuff like that. But there was like five Seltzer commercials. It's summer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess. Uh, there was like Michelob's got a Seltzer, Corona got a Seltzer, Bud Light's got a Seltzer, like all these Seltzers mm. that we got a. We gotta do a, a seltzer like show, but we don't get these seltzers well, in like Canada. A, ta- a tasting, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be down in the yeah. summer, yeah, in the summer, in our new place, in our new crib, yeah, on the balcony. Crib. <laughs> we can bathe our feet in Epsom salts, oh god, <laughs> and we can test seltzers. It'd be wonderful. Sounds like a great life, honestly. <laughs> uh, well, we mentioned it's uh, Valentine's Day this Sunday, so come hang out with us on that. But patreon.com slash upnext, where we do all sorts of other podcasts. $5 a month, North American tier, gets you access to all the podcasts that we've done on there. But to honor Valentine's Day, this week we're doing a review of WWE St. Valentine's Day Massacre. Yeah, that oh, one. Oh, yeah. With uh, Vince McMahon versus Stone Cold. In the cage with the debut of the Go Home Big Show show. That's right. Yeah, he, he's not even Go Big Show yet. Is he's the he? Great White. He's just Paul. Paul White. Just Paul. Yeah. Um, so we're reviewing Saint Valentine's Day Massacre retro review from the six here that we're doing. And if that's not enough Valentine's for you, then we're doing. We just recorded it today, actually. Top five moments of love in pro wrestling. Oh yeah. So we went through. All the weddings. Mm-hmm. I think we've covered every wedding. 
Uh, we go in depth of weddings. We review and rate them. I think it was the, just the honorable mention show, but wow. It was, yeah. You want to hear us talk about Triple H in the Chapel O Love? <laughs> this is the show. This is the one for it's you. It's <laughs> the, the moment that got me hooked on wrestling. Yeah, you're um, <laughs> kind of legit. Uh, yeah, so that's coming out this weekend. All the well. love, love. As always, check all our socials uh, at Up Next Podcast. We keep you updated with any shows coming out. But also, we know you love joining the Twitch room and having a chat. But if you want to keep that conversation going, head to the Post Wrestling Discord. Uh, postwrestling.com. Just click the button that says Discord. Um, someone's always awake in that thing. So mm-hmm. if you want to chat... It's not just about wrestling. There's a whole video games corner, comic books, movies, TV, food. Post pictures of your food on there. And yeah, tomorrow night, 7 p.m. on the Discord, I'm going to be joined by Phil Chertok, Jordan Goodman, and Eric Marcotte as we're having a bit of a Jackbox games night. 7 p.m. Eastern time on the Discord. You don't need anything. All you need is your phone or your computer to be able to join in and play these games. Uh, should be really fun. I've done a few on Twitch before and they've mm. always been quite successful. And we're trying to push the Discord as well. So get on there. The hip hop one is good. The rhyming one where you have the to, rap, the rap like battle. One. Rap battle. I'm yeah. good at that sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Uh, so follow us for all the stuff we do because again, we're stuck inside. We're bored. We've been doing so many podcasts, so many free ones. There's so many on the Patreon as well. The February schedule is up there on the Twitter and Instagram and so many shows and only five bucks North America tier gets you access, access to that. We did a weird review last week. World champ, Sir uh, Lil John. Prince oh, Lil John. Yeah. We did Robin, Robin Hood Men in Tights. Yeah, Mel Brooks' uh, parody of Robin Hood with Dave Chappelle. We did a review Carrie of that. Was. Yeah, that's that's uh, that we did last week. We did a Was Next where we went back and we had our Was Next expert, Chris Price, on. So we talked about the Diva Search mm-hmm. and uh, the, the finals of the... Like the first, tag the first tag champions in NXT on an episode of Was Next from 2013. So that's all up there again. So go check us out. All this stuff we've just been podcasting a lot. Yeah, yeah. keeps us sane sometimes. Sometimes yeah. drives us mad, but I think overall keeps us sane. Yeah, I think so. Uh, so let's go into some NXT then. Let's go into NXT from Wednesday, February the 10th, 2021, and we start off with a hot match for. The Dusty Cup, the Dusty Classic, MSK, come out to take on Legado del Fantasma. And uh, we'll see who goes on into the finals of the Dusty Classic. We have MSK. It starts with uh, Nash Carter, who's doing all sorts of like fast technical stuff with uh, Wild. But then he tags in Raul, and he starts dancing around with Nash Carter. Yeah, uh, I thought Carter and Mendoza had yeah. a really nice little exchange. Back and forth there. Uh, Nash Carter does a mushroom stomp. It reminded me of Mario here, where he jumps off one of the guys. He's just on fire. Enzigiri's taking people out. Uh, but then Wild like, drop kicks uh, him, sending him to the outside before a commercial break. When we come back, it's Carter who's getting beat up, but he hits... Uh, another like uh, Enzigiri, and then he finally tags in Lee Wesley, who comes in, and there's that you know that move they have, they've been doing. I, I'm sure you've seen it, everyone. Um, but it's the move where the one guy jumps. I think it's Carter who jumps, and and Wes pushes like him. pushes him. It's the shooting star shove. Yeah, and a lot of people are like, oh, like, well, how would that like? What is it? What does it do? Just to flip. I think it does make sense if the guy's pushing you. It gives you more of a like speed, and, okay. and it hits you. But here, it's to the outside. So now both Legado del Fantasma, Wild, and Raul are on the outside. And then it's Wes who pushes 
Carter with that move, but over to the outside onto both of these guys. I thought that looked crazy. It looks it's the hot, it's the fire fo- fly flame. What did they call that? In, oh, in the, yeah, the, the hot flame Cheetos, the hot zone. flame or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, looks cool though. Uh, and then if that wasn't enough, it sets up everyone's on the outside. Where now Wesley in the ring runs off the ropes and dives to the outside with this beautiful like swan like Topekon hero. Looks crazy. Um, but Raul's not dead yet. He comes back, missile drop kick, just killing Wes here. Then a like inverted Rana. There's a brain buster, and then there's a spot where Joaquin Wilde jumps off the top rope to l- jump off then the shoulders of someone who's in a fireman carry to then do a 450 off the shoulders. Reminding me of like Jack Evans, Roderick Strong days from Ring of Honor. Yeah, that was nuts. Just hitting this 450, but it's broken up, and MSK. Hit eventually hit this heart attack blockbuster combo and get the win. MSK advances in the Dusty Classic. Really good match. Um, thought they did a lot of the crazy stuff, but they also showed a bit of kind of mat work as well, which I quite liked. Um, there was a move that Legado del Fantasma did, which was I can't remember which way round it was. I think it was Joaquin got hip tossed onto the top rope and kind of springboarded off of it with the back of his legs yeah so it would flip him back and would come into a splash it's crazy and they were from both teams all these really innovative tag moves that we don't see a whole lot uh, i thought these two teams matched up really well i can definitely see these two teams having feuds down the line as well but msk advance and after only being here for what this is their third maybe fourth match and they're on a takeover isn't that crazy yeah Kushida might have words about that (laughs) Kushida's on a takeover this weekend and we'll talk about that but yeah these guys came in and now they're already going to be at a takeover so I I like that they come in kind of strong here with this push like Mm. mine as well if you're going to push this new team definitely and they they keep they keep uh I don't even want to say improving because I've seen them they're they're great but they keep like uh showing that like hey we're we're pretty good and we kind of do belong. The tag te- the tag team like in in general tag team wrestling in NXT needed like a little bit of a facelift mm. and I think we've realized this could be the team. Something I really like about them is they look like they want to win. And that sounds like such an obvious statement, but how many you, you don't see that with wrestlers a lot unfortunately. You see the people going for the DQ and all that kind of thing whereas Nash Carter especially looks so fired up all the time. And even when they've won it, it's like, fuck yeah. yeah. Right, we're moving forward. we got the final next. Um, I like that kind of uh, like passion that they yeah, have. Yeah, definitely. And and they got like some sort of swag too. We mm. see them a little later in a costume change and they, like, they, look, they look like stars essentially. Yeah, I'm going to ask Wentz where he got his, yeah. sorry, Nash. Oh, where my, he got my his best friend since from. we tweeted each other last week. Yeah, we haven't talked since, but you know, I can put in the good word. Was it Nash Carter? I Nash think? Carter. <laughs> anyway, any wrestler who quotes Rush Hour, you instantly become one of my favorite wrestlers. So yeah, ask him where he got that shirt. <laughs> I'll get Wes's shirt. <laughs> I'm 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 going to ask Cena and Hogan to send me a picture of him in the shirt in so I can shirt? send it to him. Yeah, be like, yo, where'd you get this from? I asked Hangman where he got a bunch of his shirts. He never got back. No, but someone replied. Yeah, didn't they? yeah, yeah. It was like I hey, found it. I found it for it's it. It's like Gargano's jacket was on sale at Macy's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was expensive. It was just on sale that people were like, hey, yeah. it's cheap. But it was still expensive. For sure, yeah. Mercedes Martinez, a video package here for her title opportunity at TakeOver this Sunday. And in this video, she's talking and saying that 
This was my goal all along. This is why I came back to win the title. Everyone talks about NXT women's wrestling. Well, I want this title. And it took me everything to get to WWE, NXT. And this is why I'm here. And it's for this opportunity. So, yeah. I'd have liked... uh, I thought this was good. And maybe her promo style just works better in these video packages. I kind of would have liked maybe a sit-down interview with Mercedes kind of go through why you're back here and kind of say these things because come on it's no secret we know she was in retribution yeah you know we know she left nxt and came back i think you could have had a a sit down with barrett maybe interviewing her and something like that it feels slightly thrown together for me yeah this one's particularly was the weakest one i think of because we're gonna get the other two Mm. later on but yeah uh because she was in that group and instantly could have just mentioned that like didn't want to do that and yeah it would have gotten over i think well just don't even need to mention the group but kind of what she said here like you could have had a barrett or whoever being like so why are you back here well i never even got a fight for the title and i don't really want to be on raw until <laughs> i don't want to do that until i've held this yeah but the retribution's doing good now aren't they they're doing okay <laughs> now they're doing better than they were <laughs> ali's great i think but that's on our lead. Did we not watch Raw the... this week? I swear we watched Raw this week. Yeah, we did. What the... F- what happened on it? I can't remember. We had Drew versus Randy again. That's right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, oh, and I Shane actually... McMahon. I think we're getting Shane and Drew at Mania. Yeah, you were you were ready for that. Yeah. Yeah. Shane McMahon was back to announce an elimination chamber. Sheamus is mad because it was meant to be him versus Drew. So Edge wins a and Rumble. And Edge is like, wait, you're doing a chamber? You mean there's a chance I can beat Randy for the title at Mania? Yeah. Maybe. Okay, so Edge is going to not... So Edge shows up on NXT last week and the ratings are not that high. But I don't blame that because there wasn't really that much... They're just pretty much like, hey, Edge is going to show up. And it was like the day of. But we also don't usually usually talk about like ratings on the show. But I found that interesting. But I still think Edge is some sort of a drop. I want to watch him at WrestleMania. I want to see him maybe versus Randy because I think we were talking... I don't think we were talking about it on the show where he's got to face Randy... Randy's going to be the champion one more time. So that next year at WrestleMania. Yeah. So Randy is on 14 wins tied with Triple H. So we were thinking, like, it feels very sudden. It felt like Sheamus and Drew was set up and maybe they've had cold feet about that. Because it looks like they're going different ways now. Sheamus got uh, uh, the guy who just got let go. What's his name? The the freak? Oh, Lars? He got Lars's gimmick. That. That, oh, that. Have you seen that yeah. picture he put up? No. Oh my no. god. Um, I like the idea of Seamus Drew. Actually, I think they've built it quite well, but I think that will be fast lane. I see it being, yeah, maybe Randy wins for the fifteenth time. Yes. Drops it, and then he either faces Cena next year to tie, or maybe he wins it once again, and they do something special. I think he needs to win for the two. He got to win it one more. It's going to be sixteen. And Cena has it sixteen. Yeah. Randy's got it. Randy is fourteen. He'll get to sixteen, and then they both some. Yeah, but wait, how does it work? Okay, yeah. this is my idea. We'll get back to NXT, guys. <laughs> this is my thought. Ric Flair's the ref. You had you have Ric Flair come out. Yeah. With the big gold. Okay. And you go. This is like almost like a trophy. Yeah. Whoever wins this will retire as the world heavyweight champion right. and break the 16. Yeah, and it'll and be seen. The, the prize will be the big gold. Right, okay. But it won't be... This will be separate to, like, the Universal and the WWE title. And 
First time ever, Cena versus Orton. Yeah, it's not happened for a while. It's never happened at Mania. No, it's not. It's happened everywhere else. There's been triple threats and stuff at Mania, yeah. but not one-on-one. And I think going with that story of like the first person to become 17-time mm. is amazing. With Rick being there in some capacity, some form. And then we'll get Drew versus Shane in a... Raw Underground match, I guess. I well, know. this Cena Orton would be next year at WrestleMania. This would be Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah next year, not this mm. year. And this year's Drew versus Shane. Yeah, <laughs> Drew versus Shane and Randy V Edge. But, yeah, and Bianca versus Sasha. Yes, I think. Yeah, that that sounds like an all right. Kira no. Hogan's trying her best to get the match, but yeah. no, 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 no. Wow, we talked about main roster because yeah, it's WrestleMania. But I love how Edge wins a Rumble and then sixteen other guys just get a t- five other guys get a title shot. I right know away. it's it's dumb, <laughs> but I feel Edge is just playing the Bachelor, right? He had a date on Raw, date yeah. on NXT, date on SmackDown. Had his second date on Raw to just be like, I, I kind of liked you. Kind of want to see how it's going. Yeah, I, I and then he's going to make his pick. And is it they give a rose or something? I can't remember. I've never seen it. <laughs> we should do it just a podcast on that, right? <laughs> uh, I, I tuned into NXT UK thinking he'd show up to challenge Walter. Why didn't that happen? <laughs> he should be doing that. He should. You should tease it. Like, hey, I like that title too. I did notice a Kaylee Ray T-shirt in the crowd tonight. He's so coming. Maybe subtle, <laughs> subtle, and yeah, a little subtle hint. They have Kaylee Ray versus Edge. But <laughs> mania for the UK title. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh yeah, WrestleMania is still like WrestleMania, so what there's there'll be some takeover of some form that way. That time. I th- I don't think the same weekend. Maybe just before or maybe just after. Yeah. NXT can always do their TV specials, you know? Like I think I reckon we'll get one after Mania. I think we'll get a takeover either a week before or after WrestleMania. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, back to NXT. Yeah, what happened this week? Well, Zaya Lee oh. comes out with her, her pal Boa in the all-black shades mm-hmm. down to the black shoestrings. And this leader, uh, Tian Shaw. Uh, this is Mei Ying? This is Mei Ying. Okay. They, I, I'm a little... I, I, I think Tian Shaw is like the, the group. group. Okay. I think. And I think Mei Ying is right. the leader. Okay. Well, she's sitting there on her throne. Might be wrong. Looking all spooky, looking all scary. The the Kind of like the grudge hair covering, the, the ring hair yeah. covering the face. All scary. I want this mask she was wearing. Yeah. This face mask looked great. Yeah, they should sell them. Uh, so, yes, Mei Ying, apparently. You were right. It is Mei okay. Ying. And as as Xia Li's coming down to the ring with her sword, she's swinging it around awfully close to Boa. Yeah, Boa stood there like stoic. <laughs> He's and like, still. Uh... And then this sword's <laughs> getting closer and you see him just slightly edge backwards. Yeah, really. He was like, yo, calm down. So Zaya's about to have a match, but out come Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. Mm. And they're like, Zaya, what's wrong with you? Why are you doing this? Stop. And then Casey and Caden like turn their attention to Mei Ying. Casey sees Mei Ying wearing a face mask face mask and wants to go talk to her. <laughs> Why are you doing this? Why are you doing this? Uh and and in in uh, it's Carter who goes up more close to her, and then it's Zaya who like beats her up and and takes her out, but then looks at this this leader and is like, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, that won't happen again." And <laughs> I just love out of all the people that we've seen so far that get to interact with this storyline, it's these two right I, away. I it's- think it's because kind of they were, I I saw Zaya Lee in the same kind of class. As them, they yeah. were at the same level. They're like low mid card in the women's division. Um, we saw them 
hanging out. When, remember Zia Lee, before she went away, she kind of had matches against them and was frustrated with the loss. Right. But I don't know why they care so much, because she's winning now. She yeah. hasn't done anything particularly dastardly. Nothing, yeah. Yeah. What has she done? She's she's literally won matches. Did, did the other week, did she attack the person after? Yeah, she's yeah. done that. Okay, yeah. so she's been a bit mean, but, but like, so is everyone that in WWE. Yeah, you know? it's very strange. She, they're like, tell me who you are. That <laughs> 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 they're yelling at Mei Ying here. What are you doing to her? But she, they get beat up here, and then... It's it's Boa and Zaya who are like like kneeling and like bowing essentially to Mei Ying, and she grabs Boa's face and then it's like a it's like basically a command and Zaya goes and beats up Caden and Carter even uh, sorry Casey and uh, Carter even more. I totally glossed over the fact that there was a match. match There's a there's (laughs) technically a match because while before all this happened she was attacked from behind from. Um, well, I know her as what? Um, Cora Jade. Yeah, Cora Jade. Elena Black. Elena Black. Elena Black, yeah. yeah. Uh, who attacks Zaylee, but right away gets beat up and roundhouse kicked, and Zaylee pins her just like nothing. And then that's what set this up. But it was just kind of a whole little, like, kind of like a little bit of a cluster here of like, what's, wait, what's going on? Where's my attention supposed to I be? Think, I think it does make sense, though. Zaylee, like, it's a jobber match. We don't really need to pay much attention yeah, to that. Yeah, that's true. Um, and Zaylee's got her first feud set up, which is against. Both these, Caden Carter and Casey Gantanzaro, that can keep her busy for a few weeks before you move her up. What I did like is she's still kind of terrified of Mei Ying. Like when Casey and Caden were getting involved, she was kind of pleading with her and saying, sorry. So although she's this warrior now, she still has fear in her and there's still kind of a bit of the old Zia Lee because she she doesn't want to let down this master. So I kind of liked that. Uh, I I like the the look of this this like unit here with Boa, Zaya, and Mei Ying. They, it looks like some effort has put got yeah, into cool. this clearly with that story with last week and everything. Like it's coming together. I I'd say the down the only thing I didn't really like was it was unfortunate that I was with all these other side characters. Like it just got a little too like busy where it, maybe it should have just been someone. It should have just been Core Jade here, like trying to just get an attack early on because you've probably seen Zaya Lee on this like run. Mm. And then just to get walloped, and then like maybe she—I don't know. It, it's it's silly. I want to see where it goes still, but I think it would have made more sense if Casey and Caden came out after when Zaya, yes, Zaya kind of won the match and attacked. Right, but Zaya's just showing up for a a match. You it know? was like they missed their cue and came early, and they were know. like, "No, you can't do this." It's just like I'm just wrestling a match. Afterwards would have made more sense. I yeah, think. Uh, but I like the look of this this thing. I want one of those masks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look cool. William Regal is backstage and he's been trying to be inter- Mackenzie's trying to interview him and he's like, "Hey, congrats to MSK! Can't wait to see them at the finals at Takeover." And he opens his door to his office and we see Scarlet. Her legs are just dangling here, sitting, and uh, he's like, "Oh, hello!" And she's playing with Regal's knucks. Yeah, <laughs> thought I'd have to say that. That's a funny <laughs> thing of saying, but she's playing with his brass knuckles oh, that yeah. are on display in his office. What? What do you think I meant? He says, "Can I help you, love?" She says, I'm here because if he comes, it won't be good. Escobar's time is up. So Regal says, okay, next week, Cross versus Escobar one-on-one. And then Scarlett says, uh, Draga. Draga? Yeah. Do you know what that means? No, I, no, I don't. Okay. Translate I re- She said something else before. Is it Russian she speaks? I, I don't know. Hmm. But uh, that match is happening next week. Sweet. Carrying Cross versus Escobar. TikTok. I'm quite looking forward to it 
because I think Escobar's great and I haven't been impressed with Cross. So I'm, I want to be surprised, you know? Yeah. I, I want it to be good. I'm happy and it's I not a takeover. I want to change though. my opinion of Cross. So, yeah, I'm with you. I think a TV match, this, this could be good. I'm curious to see what this looks like. I'm more excited if this means an elevation of Santos. Yeah, definitely. Personally. Yeah, I think he looked badass after last week. Yeah. Whenever like a heel stands off like that, you kind of it's like he's turning face almost mm. in a weird way. Uh, we see Johnny Gargano in a wheelchair. What? It it was reported earlier today he won't be wrestling at to takeover because mm. of an injury and we'll hear about it. Uh, when we come back from break, they remind us that Bring Me the Horizon and Young Blood have the song for Takeover. Okay. Very excited. Yeah. yeah. It's Is it no, nice? It's no. Uh, They're an emo band, right? Emo band, yeah. Bring Me the Horizon. Yeah. I, I think selfishly like a few of their songs, probably. Workout music. Walking. Sneaky D's. Sneaky D's Emo Night. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's what I really wanted. Yeah. That's what I miss. Emo Night with Young Blood. He hangs out with uh, MGK. Maybe they're wrestling fans. I reckon this is kind of the music Gargano would listen to. I yeah. reckon he's into the emo music. Uh, we were listening to Boney M earlier, so Ra Ra Rasputin. Oh, yeah. So. <laughs> we're all over the place here at the BD. <laughs> and I listened to that Tarzan boy way too many times. <laughs> Still from AEW. Uh, so we, we have The Way, Johnny Gargano, Austin Theory, Candice LeRae, and Indy Hartwell. And Johnny, yes, is in a wheelchair, and his arm is in a sling here. Uh <laughs> Austin Theory lifts him up, um, like, holding him like a baby, essentially, into the ring here. It's like, yeah. Yeah. He's just <laughs> cradling him. Uh, they bring the wheelchair in, which the wheelchair has, uh, like, the logo on the back of it. The way, the way logo. It's like, okay, serious wheelchair. But him lifting him in there was so funny. And then he he places him into the wheelchair here. And Johnny's like, hey, I have some unfortunate news. There was a vicious, cowardly assault, an attack by Kushida. There I was, just minding my own business and uh, trying not to get not Mackenzie fired, the other interview lady. Who wasn't on this week. Yeah, no. <laughs> and then it shows footage of this attack where Kushida attacked him and, and kicked his arm. And it's like, see, right there. And, well, it, it broke my arm in three places. And... I, I, I couldn't do anything, and I, now I can't even walk. The pain is just unbearable. He says that he's a power walker. Yeah. He's like, when I walk, I swing my arms. Yeah, so right. with a broken arm, I can't swing my arm, and no. that's why I'm in a wheelchair, <sighs> which I thought was quite a funny excuse. And now I'm in a wheelchair, and we all know how I feel about wheels. So this is just all bad. It's all bad. And mm. then the quote-unquote crowd here call him Johnny Wheelchair. Yep. Uh, <laughs> William Regal interrupts here and he's like hey Johnny and he's like who said that <laughs> who is that coming from but Regal comes out and Regal says Johnny let's be clear here you were tested yesterday and the NXT medical team cleared you in the afternoon yesterday you're cleared so stop this Sherrod and he says Sherrod who am I Dennis Sherrod man terrible he says I know I have a, a high pain threshold don't you know I kick out of everything, but I'm in a wheelchair. I, I, I need, I need to heal. I need this injury to heal me up so I can go through rehab. Yeah, you can have a beautiful day YouTube tribute video for me. <laughs> and as he's like going off, Kushida appears 
standing with the way, but no one realizes Kushida's like joining. He's there for a while. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's hanging out. The Kush creeps up on you, and realize after realizing this, uh, theory's beat up, and then Johnny's taken out here, and uh, it's basically revealed that Johnny does not, in fact, have a broken arm. He was lying, um, and Kushida takes him out, and he starts off by doing the like the baseball punch to theory. Yeah, but. It just looked bad because he was stood like next to him. He had to turn and like punch sideways. It just, it just, it just looked really weak, I thought. Uh, so kind of setting up. So because Regal said if you can't fight, then Theory could be your surrogate uh, fighting here, fighter for you in the match. But Johnny now revealing like, no, 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 I'll do the match. I'm, I'm not actually injured. So, uh, yeah. I quite like how they use like Twitter and stuff to set things up because we were questioning during the day we go oh no is is gargano off but yeah. kind of found it weird that it's theory posting the video saying that gargano's injured and he'll right. be fighting tonight and stuff uh but i quite i quite like the use of that because it brings intrigue going into the show tonight um it's just the same criticisms i always have i i think johnny is playing it very well i just don't i think both the kushida and johnny gargano match shouldn't be a comedy build sure yeah i mean we'll see more of it later on tonight to kind of change that but it's, it felt comedy all night to me like like you, you've been doing this the last few weeks it yeah like i know the match is going to be fantastic but they'll probably deliver a match that's nothing like the story it's been yeah which you know, is fine it'll be serious which i'm fine with well, i just i say johnny ends the night on this more serious note okay. that he definitely changes his tune a little bit later but mm. uh, it's not the last we see of this because uh, he's still kind of selling that his arm is injured but um kushida's gonna face theory later on yes. tonight we have kenneth loray and indy harwell who stay there because they are in the next match the dusty classic women's match between shotzi and ember and indy and candace tag team here the winners go on to take over as well uh we have shotzi and her Starman face paint attire mm. david bowie yeah uh but then uh ziggy stardust ziggy right? stardust yeah, that's, that's right yeah um ziggy played guitar <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> that's the creepiest david bowie yeah. impression he's, he's a, i love bowie but he's creepy <laughs> he is creepy though he's creepy that was he's creepier creepy. though What's with his eyes, too? I don't know those eyes. I don't trust those eyes. Rest in peace. Uh, there's I like a him in down... extras. Pathetic little fat man. I love uh, <laughs> the li- what's the li- the Life Aquatic with Bill Murray. Oh, the, yeah. The... With Steve. Oh, Zizou, man. The music yeah. in that is crazy. The acoustic, like, Portuguese Bowie is just great. Um, yeah. Shout out Shotzi's face paint. Clearly, we love Bowie here. Uh, but Shotzi's getting beat up. Clearly, Candace and Indy are not fans, and they're putting... They're putting Shotzi under pressure. Oh. Yeah. See? See what you did there? Uh, they beat her down here. Candace hits a eat defeat on Shotzi for a near fall. But Shotzi comes back with tags to Ember. And then there's like a hangman neckbreaker style and a flying codebreaker double team move here for a near fall. We go to picture in picture. But when we come back like after Shotzi getting beat down, they doing they come back and hit like more creative offense, like more codebreaker and pump kicks and stuff. Um, but then there's like... The way with Indy who lifts Shotzi up or Ember up here while then 
Candace does a lion salt, so it's like an assisted kind of double, almost like the Young Bucks do with that swanton yeah. move that, that they do with the rope assist. There's then the Wicked Stepsister stomp, and Indy Hartwell flies off the top with a heart, uh, elbow drop, Macho Man style, for a near fall. Ember barely this broke it up. A bit more like... Uh... Is it Grand Metalik or Lince Dorado who does this? The the elbow. Oh, Xavier Woods does it as well. Kind of like walking along the ropes and yes. springboarding off the middle of the ropes. The elbow. Tyson Kidd as well. Sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was more like that rather than the kind of Macho Man. Yeah, Shawn Michaels, CM Punk style. Well, there's Ember who barely breaks that up, and then there's an eclipse in there as well. But then it's it's. I think it's Indy who's trying to pin Ember after taking her out. Shotzi off the top, hits her back senton off the top, crushing onto Indy, pins her. Shotzi and Ember Moon go forward in the Dusty Classic. Uh, I quite enjoyed this. I thought this was pretty good. Um, I was kind of worried because last time we saw Shotzi and Indy mix it up, it wasn't particularly pretty. Um, But I thought everyone worked pretty well here. The right team won. You're going up against Dakota Kai and Ember Moon. That was kind of my one thing. I didn't really see them going heels versus heels in the final. Um, so I think the right team won here. Yeah, it was Indy. Sorry, I see Frank in the chat is saying, hey, it was Indy who covered Candace. Sorry, my mistake. She she saw the move coming. So Indy took the the spot. But got, for Candace. But got, pumped, uh, got pinned. So yes. yeah, Ember and Shotzi going forward to face Raquel. And Dakota Kai mm. at TakeOver. So that should be really interesting. They kind of do a little standoff here. This is the We'll see lots of face-to-faces. Oh, a lot face-offs, of face-to-face. Yeah. if you will. Uh, more to come on that. <laughs> but we have our... Yeah, you know, I, I thought this was a fun match as well. I could have went either way, but it makes sense that Shotzi and Ember face the, the baddies at TakeOver there. But this was a fun match. Um, we have Escobar, Mr. Santos Escobar... He says that he's happy that Cross gave him time. Yes, give me time. Well, I'll give you time. And he sends his boys who are like, hey, we're sorry that we lost tonight. And he's like, don't be sorry. Don't ever be sorry. But how about you move on to the next thing and pay someone a visit for me? Meaning, go beat up Cross. Mm. So, we'll see. Again, I thought Santos just looked awesome here. Like He's not phased that his boys just lost a match. He's not phased that Cross is calling him out. He's like, yeah, TikTok, yeah, time subjective. Now you're on my time. We do things my way. I think he's looked so, so much better in this feud than Cross. My way or the highway. Yeah. Yeah. Who's better, Bowie or uh, Fred Durst? Oh, Fred, come on. (laughs) What are you, ridiculous? What a stupid thing to say. I'm a wrestling fan. Of course I'm going to say Fred. We have a video package for Pete Dunne and Finn Balor this Sunday. They will go head-to-head, first time ever. NXT title will be on the line. Uh, Finn Balor basically says what he's been saying is he's been running this thing. Yeah, they've they've come, they've challenged, and he's defeated them. He's been through some crazy wars. Uh, but Pete Dunne says, uh, your time's up. That's the first time I get my opportunity at this title, and I'm taking it. And your kingdom will fall. Uh, but we'll be seeing them at the end of the show uh, as well. But we go to more of the way Austin Theory versus Kushida. This could be our takeover match this Sunday. Could be. Thank goodness Johnny is faking this injury. Uh, Gargano is there ringside, already trying to get involved, still in this like arm sling, selling this this arm. But he can walk now. 
miraculously. Uh, Kushida does a judo throw and then his cartwheel drop kick. There's the baseball punch. This one looked a lot better than his like shoulder separator move. And then the shoulder blade stomps. But Theory finally boots him and sends him to the outside. And that's when we go to break. When we come back, it's Theory now who's just beating down on Kush here. Fall away slam, acting all cocky. But it's Kushida who hits his handspring back elbow. German suplex, cro- roundhouse kicks, cross arm breaker on the apron. And Gargano involves himself by super kicking Kushida in the face. It's a DQ. The match is over, but now he's beating him up. And Johnny takes his sling off and says, it's a miracle. I'm, I'm healed. And he starts to beat up uh, on Kushida. But Theory gets pulled under the ring. It's like the exorcist or something. Just dragged and disappeared. And when Johnny thinks he's come back out, it's not Theory. But it's Dexter Loomis. And Johnny's scared and runs away. And then the same thing happens to Theory. He gets scared. And then it's Kushida beating up Johnny and Theory in the ring, putting him in the cross arm breaker again. Yeah, this didn't really do a whole lot for me, to be honest. Um, Kushida and Theory, on paper, that should be great. But you kind of saw as soon as the match started that they weren't really going to do anything. Mm. And then it started to kind of pick up after the commercial... And then we went straight to DQ. So the match didn't really do a whole lot for me. I think Kushida in theory could put on a great match, but tonight wasn't the night. And I'm just... I I just hate this story. I'm not into Dexter Loomis. Like, the whole under-the-ring thing. It's silly. It's cartoony to me, this whole thing. Yeah, we've been praising this show lately because they've been focusing on the wrestling, especially mm. with this like tag tournament and just like focusing more so on the actual in-ring stuff. And then they continue to push this like silly, creepy guy gimmick. And like it's been time now. It's been going on for a long time, and it's it's already run its course time ago. So it's just still going on. And it definitely, as soon as you realize that was what happened when you saw Theory getting pulled under the ring. You knew that was where it was going. And I just groaned. I was like, really? like." And you know, this match, we're going to have a good match. And then we're going to have Theory, Candice and Indy get involved. Then we're going to have Loomis come out and chase them away. And then we'll go to the finish. Yeah, like, it's just like, why do we need all this? Can't they just wrestle? We Can't they I, just wrestle? I don't mind them hating each other. I want to see hatred, but yeah. I don't want to see comedy. Yeah, Not with these guys. Johnny you know? has funny lines like the the thing earlier like oh everyone knows I don't kick, I kick out like I yeah. kick out of everything and the the U2 line and everything it's just like it's he's funny but it's just a little it's too much it's, it's like too self-aware all the time you know I when think. you you put a lot of spice in your your one dish and it's like too much we'll fuck it up but a little bit we don't know about that. <laughs> we, we always fuck it up <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm still interested in this match but uh, more on that later we have another video for the women's title this Sunday Tony Storm she says she's been watching and waiting and has those clips of her when she was just chilling in Mexico on the <laughs> beach uh, she says, but now I have a shot. Mercedes Martinez, where I come from, it's rude to get into other people's business. And Io Shirai, your superstar of the year, 2020, women's champion, May Young Classic winner. Oh, wait, that was me. I beat you before and I'll beat you again on Sunday. It's such an easy thing to go back to, but WWE tend to forget this kind of thing. It's great. Like, EO's had this crazy run, but Tony's one of the only people who've beaten her in WWE. So, at any point, you can really play that card, and she's playing it now. So, 
this I thought this was a bit better than the Mercedes one. It was like three years ago, asshole. People don't forget <laughs> when that was. Yeah, I like this way be- way more than uh, her promos recently and mm-hmm. way more than the Mercedes one earlier. I thought it came across like, hey, I, I beat this girl before and I want to do it again. And yeah. She has a natural gripe in a story. I think yes. Mercedes kind of just wedged in here a little bit now that you asked She's me. just like, I'm Mercedes Martinez. Yeah. I'm wrestling forever. I'm a I deserve a championship yeah. match. We have a video for more, lots of videos. Video for Imperium. And they say what they've basically been saying. We're coming. This is phase one of our takeover, and it's going to be ha- be happening soon with uh, Wolf here already, and and then m- maybe Walter. So maybe Edge will face Walter. Dream match. Dream match. I just realized one point I I forgot to bring up with the last thing. Yeah. Why did no one come out to help Kushida? Dexter Loomis waits until after they've beaten him down. Oh yeah. Like Kushida's been aligned with like Leon Ruff, Brizango. Yeah. Like, I guess he's not a good I like, friend. It's one of the things that I appreciate in wrestling. AEW, whenever they've had a beatdown or something like that, they explain why someone hasn't come to help. They've explained, oh, well, he's just had a match and the showers are the other side of Daly's place or stuff like that. I, It's the little things like that where you go, oh, okay. <laughs> Breezango weren't booked today, so they can't help. They weren't you here. Know? They weren't here. Yeah. They weren't here. Sorry, it was just something. another thing that just pissed me off about that segment. No one has friends in wrestling. So, no one, And then everyone has friends in wrestling at the same time. I guess. You know? uh, will Walter show up? Will he be involved in maybe maybe he fights Finn think, at WrestleMania? Remember that we were supposed to get that match? We were supposed to get that match, yeah. Um, I, yeah, I think he's got to be showing up at some point. Otherwise, they wouldn't be showing these vignettes. Yeah, definitely. Uh, NXT UK has some interesting stuff. Like the uh, Miko Satamora being there now. Definitely... Mm. Peaked, like I, I'm gonna watch and check that out because I genuinely am interested in that. Uh, kind of add some, some, some flair over there a little bit, I think. Um, but there's some characters that are like coming up that are maybe could be going forward. I'm interested, but Walter's still the champ there. I think I'll just still watch it when I hear a good match. Yeah, to yeah. Be Listen to Shot in the Dark. Uh, returning next week, Shot in the Dark. Shout out John Cena. We have Karrion Cross. We just see, actually, we just see these bodies laid out here with Legato Del Fantasma just taken out. And Cross says, hey, you know, like they, what they, like they always say, you should have just done it yourself. You want to do something? Take, take me out your, yourself instead of your friends, these guys. And next week, you get your match with me, and I'm going to do exactly what I did to them. But we didn't get to see what he did to them, so... No, they just lied down, didn't yeah, they? And they he's did. Like, they put a ladder on top of the one guy. I just set it all out. Uh, yeah, uh, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't really. Just didn't do anything. I can me. still see. We didn't see the shot, but I can still see Santos just seeing this and smiling, being like, "All right, yeah, you beat up Raúl. Cool." <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, I'm looking forward to this match actually. As it cuts to the commentary table here with Beth, uh, Wade, and. Uh, Vic. Vic, they're all talking, but there starts. To, we start to hear this like horn honking, like a car, honk honk, and they're like, "What? Someone? What?" And the camera goes backstage to the parking lot, and we see a beautiful Lamborghini, Daddy's Lambo, in the parking lot, pulling up, and in the car out comes Cameron Grimes. Yeah, the return of Cameron Grimes as he comes out in a brown suit jacket, no shirt. Taco meat hanging out, brown pants to match, great cowboy boots, and a lovely hat and glasses. And glasses, yeah. Fashion, fashionable man here. And 
He says, I bet you weren't expecting me. And he pulls out this wad of cash. <laughs> and he pays off these guys to go valet park his car. And he's just paying everyone who's opening doors for him as he's walking in here. And he, as he's getting into the ring, he's looking at his Apple Watch. He's fixing his new glasses. He comes into the ring with all this cash. And he says, all right, everybody on your feet. Everyone who's on their feet gets a reward. He's, he's teasing. Whoever's on their feet, I'm going to give you some money. So everyone get hyped. So the you crowd... You on commentary. Sit down, Wade. Yeah, Wade's <laughs> getting excited, yeah. Um, so Cameron Grimes is back, baby. Ha <laughs> ha, he says. I started, you know, uh, I realized, he says, my feud with Dexter, you know, I, I had to fight him. And no more doing that. I was over that. And I was sitting at home, and I think he was healing from an injury. Mm. He found video games and I started getting into video games and I thought to myself why do I even wrestle video games are way better so I like video games so much that I I found this store that sells video games it's called GameStop and I went into a GameStop the doors opened and those lights they just hit a little different (laughs) and he says that GameStop is, is like a Lameric, what is it, a Lameric order or something like that, meaning pointing up, stocks going up, okay. meaning Cameron Grimes is going to the moon. And now I have so much money. Yes, he invested in GameStop. He got all those shares. Good for him. And now he's rich. He says, I don't even know what to do with all this money. And he's pulling out wads of honeys, just dumping them, throwing them in the air, showering himself with it. Uh, Elon Musk makes spaceships, and I just pulled up in one, baby. I'm so rich. No one can tell me what to do, not even William Regal. So I'll tell you something, William Regal. You can kiss my grits. Everybody at home, you can kiss my grits. Dexter Loomis, kiss my grits. Uh, he's rich now. What do you think we're getting first, a Kiss My Grits shirt or a Tian Shah? Kiss my grits. I think we'll get kiss my grits. Kiss probably my grits tonight. Tonight. Yeah. tonight. Kiss my grits. Um, good to see Cameron Grimes back. Uh, he's hilarious. This what a seems, weird flex. This seems very <laughs> current for WWE. Yeah. On Raw, we've got Riddle talking about fifty first dates and Airbud. <laughs> and now on NXT, don't disrespect Airbud, but yes, yeah, MVP is better than. And that. now they're capitalizing on the GameStop shares yeah. story. What a week after it happened, like. Bravo, WWE. You're, yeah. You got your ear to the ground there. Oh, kiss my grits. Um, I, I I worry with Grimes at times that sometimes it's a bit too much. Um, again, it's the same thing with the Gargano stuff. He's very good at it, but uh, he's a better wrestler, yeah. I think. And we'll see where it goes, but I found this quite entertaining. The he's, Lambo he- as well, look beautiful yeah he's he's funny i i I know he's a good wrestler we like Mm. the we like the more serious wrestling side of him but clearly they're still going with his comedy character and it's so ridiculous but as soon as you kind of make it current then you're like all right i'm interested in seeing where it kind of goes with it so is he gonna he said he's gonna invest his stocks into other stuff like dog yeah he's gonna lose it yeah he's gonna lose all his money yeah he's gonna go broke and then sign with robert stone you probably (laughs) you'll like see him go to those security guys asking for the money back and like oh "Oh, have you spent it yet that kind of thing (laughs) because yeah i'm getting i've shown you uh only fools and horses yeah i'm getting del boy rodney they always strike it big and become millionaires as they say and then they lose it yeah that's that's basically what's going to happen here with with grimes but he told william regal to 
Kisses grits. Kiss so. my grits. Do you like grits? Do you know what those are? No, they're gross. Yeah, I don't really like... It's like southern breakfast food. Yeah, I've been to some Crackle Barrels. Cracker Barrels? Cracker Barrels. In the States? Yeah, and they, they serve me them. I'm not sure how I... I don't really like I it. don't like... What, what's the greens as well called? Greens. Is it just called greens? I know the biscuits and gravy. Those are the... Sh- biscuits are and the gravy lit. are good. Yeah, I love... So lit. Um, yeah, like burnt ends and all the barbecue stuff, but... Okay. Grits and greens, not, not too grits. hot on. Grits. Yeah. Kiss my grits. That's from like every movie in like Kiss 90s. my grits. Yeah, it's such an like a cowboy <laughs> thing. Kiss my grits. Uh so I'm excited to see more Cameron Grimes with this character. Why not? What else was he doing? For sure. Yeah. He's he stole MJ's gimmick. Yeah. The stocks. <laughs> the business. A uh, business Cameron Grimes. I like how he's going to the moon. I like that. Johnny Gargano is backstage and he says, Hey, real Mackenzie. As she's interviewing, but he says, I'm going to cut to the chase. Takes the mic away from her. Well, talks into it. And he says, this Sunday, Gargano versus Kushida is a dream match for a lot of people, but not for me. It's just an opportunity. An opportunity to remind the world who the hell I am. Not just Johnny Wrestling, but Johnny freaking TakeOver. And I'm going to give Kushida the match of his freaking life. When the boots are tied and the lights are bright, TakeOver. No one can hang with me as he walks off. So this is the Johnny I've been waiting to see in a 30-second promo hyping a, yes, dream match this Sunday. So what I'm going to do is pretend I didn't see any of the other stuff and just go into this match. I think so. There's so much you could be doing with this character. Johnny Gargano, who's been, isn't it? He's been in more takeovers than anyone in NXT history. Yeah, yeah. You're a heel. You've been in more takeovers than anyone. And you go, Kushida, how long have you been here? And how many takeovers have you been in? One. And you really think you can beat me? I'm Johnny Takeover. Yeah. Like, that's what this story should be about. Kushida, you're nobody. Why do you feel you should challenge for the North American Championship? You've only had one takeover and it was against fucking Dream. You know? Wow. Yeah. Like, I just feel there was so much more you could do to build this, this match up. But I am excited to see the match. Yeah, look, the, some of the comedy worked for me earlier and some of it didn't. I didn't like any of the Dexter stuff, but I did like Theory lifting Johnny into the wheelchair. The 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 the, the shot of Johnny falling out of the chair is an iconic picture mm. that I already saved on my phone. Right. It looks like when you, the edible hit too fast and you're like, whoa. Uh, it's, it's great. But set all that aside, I just like this promo from Johnny. It yeah. showed me that he still knows how to do exactly for what sure, he yeah. can still do, in my opinion. Uh, we, we for years now, have gone off about how Johnny is is, the, is one of the best wrestlers working today. Like, mm. going at... His matches always deliver. And the character that he's got now, yeah, it's a little... Not for everyone, if you will. But the fact that he can still do a this... a time and a place for it. The fact he did this promo at the end, but... You can do, you can come off a win and you can do the comedy stuff. But as the weeks go on and you're getting close to the match, I want it to heat up and get more serious. Yeah. Like if the whole feud was like this. All these characters, we've got Cameron Grimes running around with shares and you've got people getting mad when their tank runs over something or their tank gets destroyed. It's like, these just all children in NXT? I just, yeah, I, I like feuds that are actually revolve around the wrestling and the wins and losses yeah. and stuff should matter. Like, can't, can't Gargano feud over Kushida because maybe Kushida pinned him in a match and it's like he wants to get his, his W back or anything along those lines, but it's always got to revolve around such silly kind of stuff. Yeah. And it seems like that's that's a lot. And every time we get away from it, it comes it creeping comes back. It yeah, it keeps back. creeping yeah. back and maybe even worse. It's like a rash. 
mm. keeps coming back. But I really like Johnny's promo here, hyping this matchup. It, it, we, we already know everyone. We all want to watch this match anyways. But I thought he did a good job uh, in this little wrap-up here. We have the third video for the women's title match. And it's for Io Shirai. She goes off um, talking. I love any of the visuals with Io Shirai, usually any of the videos. She wasn't underwater in chains and stuff. But the way like she's talking here, she just always looks like the most badass person on this roster yeah. in the whole company, in my opinion. And she talks about Mercedes Martinez, basically like, yo, why are you even in this match? Why are you in my business? Like, I'll beat you. You're one of the best women's wrestlers. So I'm going to show you that I've taken that spot. I'm mm. the best women's wrestler. And then refers to... Tony Storm and says what I joked earlier. Tony Storm, it's like three years ago. I'm a different person now. And it's not the same person who you will be in the ring with on Sunday. And I'll prove to everyone that uh, I'm I'm the champion and I'm not losing this anytime soon. I'm going to continue on with this reign. She kind of ends with that being like, no one will ever take this from me. So it's like signaling on to future things, I would imagine here. But EO out of the three videos here, just the visuals of her... And the the way she talks, yeah, it's there's subtitles, but she's got this this swag, cool factor that she's just yeah. the coolest, yeah, yeah, and doesn't need to do much, yeah, you know, less is more, always, yeah, completely. I yeah. keep winning matches. You're not taking this from me. Yeah, I, I really, I I liked the way they set up these three videos throughout the night for the women's thing. Uh, Mercedes like had the least story realistically. Mm. The two with Tony and EO makes more sense and yeah. more of a story there for me, but. Uh, I'm interested in that. Uh, the the Twitch chat is uh, saying I saw some love for grits and then and then love for. They've not. been talking about diners and like, diners, divers, and, and dash stuff for the last Denny's last few minutes. Yeah, it's Grand Slam. Yeah, I like a Denny's. Yeah, yeah. I think we have one here now. We've got one. Yeah, like Bay and Young. I think <laughs> that that's not even a thing. Denny, like yeah, Bay and Dundas. We can't even go to we can't even go to Denny's yeah. now. We can order it. We can just you make get takeout Denny's. breakfast food. We don't have IHOP. We don't have Waffle House. That's a true wrestling staple. Is Waffle House? Those I are like great. Waffle House. I prefer IHOP. Yeah, I think I prefer Denny's. Yeah, I like Friends that we have. Yeah, well, the only one left. Got one, one left here in yeah. Toronto. Diners. I like old school diners. Uh, we have um, our next segment, which is the main event of the evening. Which is Timothy Thatcher versus Tomasa Champa. Sorry, no, they're on the same team. I've just been used to them fighting a lot. Thatcher and Champa, the hard men, as we called them, the manly men of NXT, going up against the grizzled young veterans of Zach Gibson and James Drake. And Gibson comes out and says, Look at these two goofs. Champa, the last time you had a tag team partner, how did that end up for you? And you both can just stick this fake friendship and stick it up your ass and soon to be recognized as the Dusty Cup winners. But before they can finish that sentence, before Gibson can finish that, Champa attacks him. And it's now all out brawl here with all four guys just fighting all over the place. Um, I've now gotten more people onto uh, Ted Lasso the oh, yeah. show, the, the soccer Jason Sudeikis show. But uh, in that, and everyone they wear the scarves, mm-hmm. and I, I think we need to get these. I think we say it every week, but like, well, I, like BD BD raccoon scarves, scarves. Yeah. Okay. Black and yellow? Would it be? Ooh, I don't know. Black and white. I want black and white. Black and Is white. Is that okay? All right. Can black and white work. Yeah. Yeah. Was that was that colors of any team? NWL, Bullet Club, Newcastle, <laughs> Fulham. Nice. Yeah. Raptors. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, 
we'll get these we'll get these <laughs> these scarves. So Zach Gibson and um, Thatcher are doing a, a little bit of a dance here. I like I like all the guys in this match considering Grizzle Young Vets have been this like kind of established team that didn't quite get the 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 like push they got here when they landed because of like the pandemic kind of messed it up. So here's kind of their retribution in this tournament. I, I felt like this tournament help is helping specifically this team so far. Probably yes. one of the most, other than MSK obviously, but helping No, I, I agree. I think it's we they're a team we've seen every now and then, kinda like Pete Dunn, who would just show up every now and then and now it's they're integrated as full NXT roster members now. Yeah. And this tournament's definitely helped them. Just cutting this promo before every match they do, uh, being impressive and having good matches. Yeah, they, they've definitely raised their stock. And good scarves. James Drake hits a spin heel kick here for a near fall. There's then uh, like a double assist, double powerbomb on Champa onto the apron, which knocks him out of the matches. They beat down on Thatcher. But when we come back from a commercial break, Thatcher comes back with this huge belly-to-belly shamrock-style throw on James Drake here. Uh, Gibson, though, comes in with like a Uranagi that rocks Thatcher. And then Drake flies off the top rope, but I think it's Thatcher. He greets him with a European uppercut at one point. Champa's tags in. He does a double running clothesline, taking out both of these guys. And then a German on one guy, another German suplex on the other. And then the air raid crash on Drake onto Gibson there, which looks awesome, crushing the, the two guys here. But then it's only a near fall. Champa and Gibson now are just slugging it out. Beth calls it a hockey fight, and that's exactly what it is. Again, all these guys in this match are pretty like physical, always like to slug it out. And uh, it kind of comes into... Uh, just chaos here where they're all throwing things. Gibson does his double chop and then hits, which we, we weren't sure what the name of this move. It's kind of like Goldust used to do. It's not the final cut. It's the, the cut and cool. It's right? kind of like a spinning brain buster almost yeah. or neck breaker type thing. Yeah, it looks great, um, but it's only for a near fall here. And then they hit the doomsday device from the grizzled young vets. One mm. of their famous moves here, um, LOD forever, but it's only a near fall. Champa is trying to go for a Willow's Bell on James Drake. But at the last second, as he goes to hit the move, it's Gibson who holds his, his partner's legs there so he doesn't take the move. And then they t- threw Ch- uh, Thatcher away. So they have Champa like, just singled out here. And then they hit the ticket to Mayhem and they get the win. And the GYT... Is it grizzled? Gyv. Gyv. I keep every time they say gyv, I think of Michael Jackson. Pyt. So G. Gyv. Yeah, it's short for grizzled young. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's That's a, the clue. It's, right hard. It's, it's hard. It's hard. <laughs> no other letters there. <laughs> it's hard. They advance. The grizzled young veterans go on to meet MSK in the finals at Takeover for the Dusty Classic. Thought it was pretty good. Um, I still find it weird when you see. Champa in kind of the the hot tag babyface role because even when he's been a a singles babyface he's still been that rough kind of methodical fighter you know whereas in a tag it kind of you need that injection from the babyface team and of these two guys it's probably going to be Champa to do that um but I thought these these four work really well what I love with GYV is just the little extra things they do so they hit Ticket to Mayhem on Champa, right? And then Drake immediately is blocking Thatcher out of the ring uh, so he can't break it up. And I love seeing those like elements of defense in tag wrestling as well because so often it's 
oh no, the other person's just fallen on the outside. Or but no, yeah. they hit the move, and Drake immediately turns to block Thatcher. And I, it's little details like that which I think um, just make it better. Grizzled young vets move like a tag team. They're very on the point, on on the ball. Like they just, know where it yeah. seems like they know where each other is the whole time. Wade that Barrett kind of says thing. that, like, hey, these guys know where each other are all the time. Yeah. That's how they. That's how you know they're a good tag team. But it actually does come across it that does, way. Yeah. yeah, it looks good. Uh, I think the right teams went win going forward, and then we have the show off here. Was where we saw. Uh, MSK, the Rascals, with uh, their their nice attire, their street clothes, but like nice shirt that they're they, rocking. They did, my and they, they nice, do yeah. a standoff here, staring at Zach Gibson and James Drake, and then it cuts to the commentary table, and they're all standing and promoing Johnny versus Kushida, and then it cuts back to the stage, and now it's Johnny and Kushida doing a <laughs> fight standing pose, like weigh in standoff thing, like posing for the match. And then it, it cuts back to the announced team and they're like, and don't forget the, the women's Dusty Classic. And then it cuts back to stage and quickly everyone disappeared and they ran out and it's and it's all the women in that match. Dakota, Raquel, and uh, Ember and Shotzi. I, I, liked, I like when they try different things, try and shake up the presentation a bit. And I, I like that NXT especially does it to try and be different from the main roster. The only thing I had the issue with was... We saw Gargano and Kushida every time they saw each other tonight, they tried to break each other's arm. And now they're posing. And sure, you got Drake in the middle of them. Like, whoa, whoa, yeah, break yeah. up. But um, I, d- I can't see them going back to do this face-off thing. It was just weird having, like, just thinking, what, are you all just waiting in, in Gorilla to come out and yeah. pose? Rush out uh, there. But I like, I like them trying to shake things up and make the presentation a little different got Io Shirai Tony Storm and Mercedes they're all there as well for the standoff Mm. stare off and then finally for the last one we see the ring and it's empty but the lights are off but the light turns on a spot two spotlights in one part of the ring and Finn enters one of the lights and Pete enters and it's like this stare down here of Pete Dunn and Finn Balor as we go off the air for our go home edition for a takeover vengeance day but uh, yeah, that was NXT. Yeah, I. it was kind of a middle-of-the-road show for me. None of the matches were particularly bad, but then again, I wasn't raving about any of them. Bit too much comedy for me, as we've gone into. I also think we kind of should have had Finn and Dunn do something. Yeah, that's where, where they should have fought. Yeah, yeah. It, we could have had a Finn and, uh, Finn and Dunn thing, because... We had a lot of the Gargano and Kushida story today and it wasn't until the very end where I was like, oh, oh yeah. yeah, Finn versus Pete Dunne is the, the, main, the event. main event. Um, yeah, th- this, was a, this was a bit weaker for me than the last few weeks. It feels like, look, we know what the card is. That's uh, usually how NXT goes. Yeah. The go-home shows are usually You know like what the, the show is. Yeah. Like, here's just another episode for you. I didn't. I didn't necessarily think this was a bad episode. I just think it didn't really move too many needles. It did some things that I didn't like, including a lot of that like silliness with the Kushida Gargano. But then they, they in a little like injection of it near the end, they sell me on it again. So I'm like, yeah, uh, I, I still none of the matches tonight were like kind of blow away matches. I think I would say that opening tag match with uh, Legado del Fantasma and MSK was probably there's just some crazy stuff in that match I think that was my favorite match yeah. tonight yeah yeah. I thought that was fun for NXT tonight uh, and and overall like I didn't necessarily hate the, the show flowed but 
it just kind of felt like, okay, I want to get to take over. And you've already set up the matches. What else could you have done to, to spice things up, really, for this Sunday? But uh, And no really... It's called Takeover Vengeance Day, and they like they haven't shown any like Valentine's graphics or no Valentine's Day incorporation. I'm sure maybe once the show we'll have some Valentine's Day opening video package and that okay. kind of thing. Yeah, uh, but you're right. Yeah, maybe they'd have hit it on the head a bit more because we're doing this St. Valentine's Day Massacre review from 1999, and like the opening video is just like a love song, oh, it's hearts, crazy. and it's, yeah, it's just so over the top hearts and yeah, stuff. I can see them doing that sort of thing. Yeah. I'm surprised they didn't try and do... On was next, we've got this Sasha Banks angle. We're talking about NXT 2013. Yeah. There's this whole story of Sasha Banks as a secret admirer. Right, yeah. Like, something like that I could have seen them doing in the weeks leading up, just to have some sort of thread of the Valentine's Day thing. Yeah. Uh, I want some... It, like, I'm, I'm spending Valentine's Day with you and all our friends on Twitch... Yeah. as we do a watch along so I want some I want some hearts and the cinnamon candies and I want you know I want to see some some production of the Vengeance Day Valentine's cinnamon candies is that a thing those little hearts and uh, cinnamon hearts they're cinnamon aren't they cinnamon they're red the little spicy hearts oh I'm not aware of them what I know love hearts they're lovely what are those they're like the uh, messages they're like have you had oh, I, I gave you refreshers once I bought yeah. back you know those round things that kind of fizz up in your mouth lifesavers no okay um yeah, but these are love hearts. They got a heart on one side, and then on the other side, it says stuff like "Be mine." Yeah, okay, or, yeah. Me and you forever. Yeah, I like the funny ones though. Like, say, like you, you give someone a little candy heart, and it says "Fuck Lick you." Me. <laughs> <laughs> Lick me. Lick <laughs> me. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> Those dirtier ones. Uh, shall we do a bit of a rundown of the card and some s- predictions yes. before we go to our feedback? Let's do some predictions. Looking ahead this Sunday for Vengeance Day. And it's the women's title on the line. Io Shirai versus Tony Storm versus Mercedes Martinez. I will say that I think Io Shirai will retain and continue this reign of terror, if you will, as being the, the most dominant women's champion here in NXT. Yeah, I see Io retaining too. I feel we've got to have that Io Raquel match at some point. Yes, WrestleMania um, takeover. WrestleMania weekend takeover or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, that's that's what I see. So I see EO retaining. I think this match could be fun, though. I think mm. you could do some innovative stuff with the three of them in this stuff. Um, but if if any if any title change, it would be Tony. But I just not I do not see that going that way. I mean, there is always that thing with the triple threat where you can have the champion lose without being pinned. But I can't see what the kind of picture is afterwards if you have Mercedes yeah. or Tony. Doesn't as make champ. sense. What about the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic men's side of the tournament? MSK, Wesley, and Nash Carter versus the Grizzled Young Vets, also known as the GYV. <laughs> Zach, Zach Gibson and James Drake. Who is going to win this? Again, because you, you've got to think you're going to go against Danny Burch and only Lorcan. So I imagine it would be the babyface team. MSK. MSK winning. Yeah, I think that could just jumpstart them into this hot, becoming this hot team here in NXT, to- totally taking over this show. Honestly, I think the winners of this. We didn't uh, say that we forgot. I forgot to mention William Regal at the end here briefly said that the winner of the women's Dusty Cup gets a title shot at the WWE Women's Tag Titles. So I'm assuming the winner of the men's gets one too. Yeah. Oh, they they already confirmed. Yeah, the men's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Women's. They said that line though, which is. Like at some point, at some point, so it's down the line when we want to pull the trigger. Yeah, um, we'll do that. That could be whenever. So, I think the women's is a bit more open because that 
those tag titles could change hands three more times before NXT get a shot at it, you know? I want Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez to win. Yeah. I think me too. I prefer them to Shotzi and Ember. And especially if you're having MSK win the men's, you might want the heel team. Yeah. But I do see that um, that singles match for Raquel. So maybe she's doing both for a bit. You just don't like Ember Moon. I find her irritating. Yeah, I do. <laughs> she got the x fucky. Kind of. There's that stare down at the end between the two teams. I'm like, why are you all moving so much? <laughs> it's like the, just the video game, back. Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. But it's not, at least that is just like, your fists are up yeah. and you're rocking back and forth. This is just, they're like pointing at each other. They're all, they're all doing the belt yeah. imitating oh, I like ghost thing. belting. Ghost belting's the best. It's just like, you're not normal people. <laughs> <laughs> so you think the heels are winning that, are going to win that too? Dakota and Raquel. I think Raquel and Dakota. So MSK for the men's. And I want Dakota to get something. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, Johnny Gargano versus Kushida, North American title. I think uh, Gargano. And I think we then go to the Gargano-Dexter Loomis feud. Oh, no. Which sounds horrible, but that's kind of the direction it seems to be going. Please, God, no. I know. What? No. I watched the program. That's... (laughs) Uh, Kushida wins, and we do him, him, Kushida versus someone else. Kushida versus Kyle O'Reilly at the next takeover. Isn't that a demotion for Kyle? Ah, uh, yes. I want Kyle versus Finn at WrestleMania weekend, but I think we'll get the third match at some yeah. point. Um, I'm going Gargano. So All right, different I, with that one. I, I think Kushida should win. I, you know, I love Johnny. I think he's one of my favorite mm. all time. But I think it would make it more interesting. Get away from the comedy stuff. It's a title, right? Like, yeah. get away from that. And the main. Finn Balor, Pete Dunne, NXT title on the line. I think Finn Balor beats Pete Dunne. I agree. I think this will be an awesome match. I think it'll definitely deliver. These two have not faced, and they're selling it like the first time ever. And you don't hear that often in WWE programming, Mm. and it's their own fault. (laughs) Yeah, but I I mean, that's pretty interesting because, like, anyone, like any wrestler in the UK and Ireland have probably fought each other at some point. So the fact that Dunne and Finn have never they've yeah. always been in separate places it's pretty crazy it's pretty crazy I think this match is going to be great yeah I think this takeover is looking to be awesome we say this every time going into a takeover but it looks like it will deliver takeovers usually do they always do so yeah I- I'm looking forward to this and uh, it could go either way I see Finn having like Finn still has the cross match he'll get to at some oh, point right. I think there's still the the third Kylo Riley match at some point yeah but also you never know when Vince We'll want him back. You know, we've seen in the past how Viking Raiders were just suddenly called up and it's, oh, we've got to drop these tag team titles. Um, so at any point, Vince could want Finn. So you never know. It's not out of the realms of possibility that mm. Pete Dunne could win this. Um, Chris Leone brings up a good point that... Um, in, the, in the chat. Yeah, Raquel and Dakota versus Shayna and Nia could be interesting seeing that Shayna and Dakota have quite a long history in NXT so yeah could is, go that is way is Nia the champ? tag champ yeah with her hole oh man that's a that's a hole mm. yeah well let's go to feedback <laughs> <laughs> forum.postwrestling.com is a post wrestling forum and if you post any comments or questions we'll read them here on the show it's free to sign up and all that stuff uh, would you like to start here good sir yeah we start with mystery who says hiya that Cameron Grimes segment was absolutely outstanding. Easily the best WWE-related comedy segment done in many years. Wow. 
Speaking of segments, that Io Shirai promo package was vastly superior to the Tony and Mercedes packages. Hopefully they change course on the main event though, because I'm not feeling Ballard done as the main event. Kashida touched the title, which is bad news for his hopes at takeover. Uh. Question of the week. I don't know if Bray D watched Raw this Monday. Well, I think we established earlier we did, but sort we of. couldn't remember. Yeah, I don't really it. remember. But what are your thoughts on Lacey likely beating Asuka for the title at Elimination Chamber and then very likely doing Charlotte Lacey at WrestleMania? <laughs> the Charlotte Lacey feud has been absolute trash fire in every aspect and the matches have been easily the worst women's matches since the Diva era ended. I just hope that Asuka finds her way onto the WrestleMania card after losing the title. Maybe challenge Io or something, especially since they have history together and there won't be a takeover during WrestleMania weekend. What that we know, we don't know for sure. There's still some some time before then, and I definitely think there'll be a takeover around that time, in some shape or form. There will be some sort of big event that they push mm. their their takeover mania. It kind of got taken away from us this year, last year, because the yeah. whole pandemic hit. So they'll do it. Yeah, I they'll do a take. It's not going to be mania weekend. I don't see sure, the point yeah. in doing it if you're not having fans going. Uh, um, but yeah, I think we'll have another one soon. I think Asuka Charlotte is the WrestleMania match. I agree. Retribution I, we've of got the streak. Two pay per views, right? So fast lane, lane, you can do the Charlotte Lacey blow off if you need to. I think it will be Asuka and Charlotte going at Mania. And Lacey versus Rick. Lacey in the <laughs> battle royale. Oh, Lacey and Cardi B. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, probably. Crooked Letter 9, a hot go-home show that proved my predictions. The Dusty Cup finals are a toss-up. I called the women's tag title shot being up for grabs, and it heightens DK and, and Raquel versus Ember and Shotzi. Cameron Grimes cashing in on the GameStop stocks during his layoff was hilarious stuff. So was Johnny's Batista-like whiny promo. Zia Lee ruled. NXT does women tag team wrestling so much better than the main roster. And I love the old school hard sell for Sunday with the stare downs. Cupid's got the night off on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We go to Frank who says Dusty Cup matches were pretty fire. MSK Legado was excellent and the main event was hard hitting fun. Love the MSK rocket push. We got two finals set up that should be good to great. We got Cameron Grimes, ha <laughs> ha, stock trader. <laughs> I personally thought he was pretty hilarious. I even had fun with the way Kushida, with the way Kushida stuff. Not the Loomis part though. The fake Loomis chants had me cracking up. Yeah, we had piped in Dexter, Dexter Loomis chants. Yeah. Don't think that chance ever happened. No. And most important, we got our Tian Shah fix. Takeover will be lit. No real big complaints. See you Sunday in the Watch Along Fire Chat. Yes. And finally, we go to Jordan Beatwell, who says, enjoyed the American Diner conversation in the Twitch chat. Yeah. You've got to be in the in the Twitch chat if you you're going to join in in extensive conversations about Denny's and Waffle House and IHOP. It's still going on right now. Yeah. It's weird. We watch, uh, we're, we're, we're not really affected by this Peacock deal because we're Canadian here. Well, in Toronto, we watch NXT by other means and we watch American commercials on USA. There's so many commercials with like different fast food places that we don't even have here. And yeah. I'm always like, man, I want to try that. I want to, I want that. Can I get that? And I, I, and I can't. No. But the shamrock shakes are back, though. We can't do much. To no, yeah. no, we really, we really can't. But uh, thank God we got wrestling. Yeah, <laughs> and you'll always have us like this Sunday for Valentine's yes. Day. Valentine's Day with the BDE. Come hang out, watch along for Vengeance Day, and then afterwards, maybe you don't want to watch along with us, but we'll be live afterwards with our post show 
for it as well. So I'm still calling it the takeover heartbreaker. All right. Yeah. So come hang out with us as well at up next podcast, Twitter, Instagram for all the updates of all the shows we've been doing. Patreon.com slash up next only five bucks North American tier, all the podcasts we do everything in the back catalog. So many shows, karate kid, killer clowns from outer space. There's so many reviews up there. So many best matches ever go check us out. Yeah. Yep. And one final plug tomorrow, 1 p.m. Twitch.tv slash up next podcast. You can join us for BD Elite, our AEW review. And if you're a patron, call in. We'd love to hear your feedback. And then tomorrow night, 7 p.m. on the Discord, it's games night. So come join us there as well. Postwrestling.com Discord. Yes. And uh, I've, I've learned now where this, this saying has, has come from. And it's from the show Alice. Okay. But uh, take care. Goodbye, be safe, and kiss my grits. Ahoy! (laughs) You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Dunkin'. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. Right here in your neighborhood. Here's a little tale about hard-to-recycle plastics. Their destinies were changed. Their new lives are fantastic. What once was trash can live on as new things. With a program that complements your regular recycling. Because plastics can be so much more. Give this trash the second chance it was hoping hard-to-recycle plastics can be so much more. Participate in the Hefty Energy Bag program happening in your neighborhood today.